What's up, guys? What's up, NSP Nation? We're back with another video. It's Monday at six o'clock. We got some news. No, is it news? We got some new signings today, right? So let's get it over with. Read who signed with the Packers today. Let's get that over with because I do not want to talk about it. And let's keep it to a two-minute maximum. All right, we re- we extended Jair Alexander, gave him a huge contract, making him ten seconds. The- what? Fifteen seconds. You, you said two minutes. 20 seconds. I'm counting up. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, that's all I need. Um, we made him the highest-paid cornerback in the league at $21 million per year. 30 seconds. Um, it's bringing up cap space for this year, so I expect the Packers to do something else. Um, and last yeah. thing I want to say is that a lot of people have said 45. that the Packers lost so much when they traded Devontae Adams. I, I just want to read off a few things that we've been able to get by not – Signing Devontae Adams to that contract extension. Middle five. So we were able to re-sign Devontae Campbell, Russell Douglas, Robert Tanyan, Jaron Reed, Sammy Watkins, and then use draft capital to get Quay Walker and Christian Watson. At the end of the day, I think that's a dub for us. So anybody saying that we lost the Devontae trade is completely wrong. Um, We were right to – we we made a better decision to trade him. 136. I'm done. You're done. Oh, new record. I like that, Reed. What was that? Vincent, you want to say anything? Nope. 150. All right. Man, these guys are salty. Oh, man. Time's up. Oh, well. Who cares? Um, but uh, that, that that makes you question, okay? For all you Packers or non-Packers fans out there, or maybe some of you Packers fans, well, where did we get all that money? I thought we didn't have any money. How could we just sign Devontae Adams? Well, it was foretold. It's true. That mm-hmm. the Packers offered Devontae Adams either mm-hmm. the same amount or even more than what the Raiders had offered him. And uh, Devontae Adams still said, Get me out of here. I want out. He wanted to play with his college teammates. He wanted to play with people who are vaccinated and not immunized. He is done. Is there a card? He's Mike McCarthy, Team Mike McCarthy from our last video. Team Mike McCarthy. He's not Team Rogers. What does Mike McCarthy have anything to do with this? Just trying to poke your buttons, man. So, yeah, I think it was great. Just for y'all who don't understand, uh, he did get offered some good money over there in, in Green Bay, which, honestly, I don't know why he wouldn't take it. I mean, you're still with the greatest quarterback of, I don't want to say of all time, but the greatest quarterback in the league right now, and you could have had the most success there. But instead, you want to go back home, back with mom, back with dad, back with Derek Carr, your your, your college, you know, whatever you want to say. And why are you giving me that look? What are you doing? Because it, it's – it's the Raiders are now in Las Vegas. That's why he wants to go over there. I guess that's true. I, Las Vegas is a lot of fun, but you put yourself at higher risk over there. But I guess they don't see it that way, right? Because it's just like like when anyone goes out, like, oh, mom, dad, I'll be safe. I'm fine. I'm good. Don't worry about me. 
you're going to have fun no matter what, right? You're going to go out there. You're going to go party. You're going to go do your whatever. Not me, though, right, Ma? Right? I, I know you're watching probably. I, I don't do that. I'm a good boy. Um, but, <laughs> uh, getting a little off track there. So, yeah, that's great for the, the Packers to reinforce that defense. Uh, Alexander's going to be great back there. He is, you know, the best corner they have. You didn't see too much of him last year because he was injured. But uh, he will make a huge impact on the field this upcoming season. Uh, another thing that uh, you know kind of broke the surface or broke my surface today of what I heard is uh, Antonio Brown says he wants to retire as a Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> what the heck, man? Did, did he, wasn't he talking like all this trash about Pittsburgh and stuff like that, how he wanted out, and, and now he's coming back saying, "Hey, he wants to retire as Steeler," but he's not completely ruining out the the you know the chance of him coming back and being a wide receiver. Hmm. It's very interesting because, I mean, I don't know if Pittsburgh would even want to sign him right now. I mean, with all his shenanigans that he's been going through the past few years since he left, it's like he's just gotten worse than when he was there in Pittsburgh. So, in my opinion, I don't, I don't know about that one. don't think that would happen. Right. Not um, even uh, like a one-day signing to for him to retire? Mm-hmm. No? That, that's only for people they love. And if they were to like sign him to like, if they were to bring him back as like an actual like person on the roster, it would had it would have to be a veterans minimum, um, hundred uh, percent. And I just don't really see them doing that with one with how he ended his last season, and two they've got two uh, great wide receivers on the roster right now. Um, and it's not like they're trying to like push for the playoffs. I mean, they're always want to be a winning team, but they're not like desperate for a Super Bowl. Right now, uh, I, if you if they were to sign Antonio Brown, it'd be like, oh, let's 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 win the Super Bowl, which I I don't think they're trying to do, like like chasing after it. I mean, yeah, no, I get you. So is it, is this time done in the NFL? Uh I think you're gonna I, find I think, this think, one team that's like super desperate. Uh, they're they're having some success in the league. That like, we need that one more key piece. Let's sign Antonio Brown. It, it it could happen. I it, it would. I I think it's not going to happen until like right before the season, or it's going to happen mid season. There's going to be a team wide receiver. Their top wide receiver went down. They need help. They they got nowhere to turn to. But Antonio Brown um, taking like a vet minimum with incentives, with depending on how he plays. Um, yeah, I could definitely Packers. see that happening. Green Bay Packers signing Antonio Brown to a vet minimum deal. Antonio Brown, Aaron Rodgers, that would be pretty cool. I mean, you're in the market for a vet wide receiver, aren't you? We we could be. Um, there's no like actual like rumors. It's just everyone speculating. Oh, we need see, we still need help at wide receiver. Um, it's definitely possible we could resign somebody. Um, I'm not all. I'm not the biggest fan of just saying, oh, we can just plug this receiver in. Uh, and it, it'll be great. Um, Aaron Rodgers is great, but as someone who has watched the Packers for a very long time, I've watched many Packer games, watched Aaron Rodgers for a long time. Aaron Rodgers doesn't just link up with receivers just like that. It takes time to, for him to gain their gain for them to gain his trust. Um, there's multiple times you'll see a new wide receiver, either a rookie or someone who brought in sometimes a free agency, um, and you can see Aaron Rodgers like pump fake to him, thinking about throwing to him, and he pulls it back in, not trusting that receiver. Um, 
people just speculating, oh, you can just throw throw this wide receiver in. It's not as simple as that, uh, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, we can get this, like, wide array of wide receivers and the free agency still, but I don't think it, that just means it's going to work out. I'm sorry for talking so long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're very passionate about the Packers, dude. I get it. I love it. Honestly, it's so awesome. You're pointing out some great information out there. But the title of this video, man, are the Saints good? I feel like that's one team we haven't really talked too much about on this podcast, and that's the New Orleans Saints. They have Jameis Winston as their quarterback, and they just signed hometown hero Jarvis Landry back to New Orleans. He, So, okay, so I was thinking about this. Okay, who do they have? Who do they have, honestly? I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, oh, that guy, that guy that was like uh, the number one receiver in the league, what was that, three years ago? The guy, Michael Thomas? Where the heck has he been? Okay, a lot of drama there. Uh, you don't have to trash on the guy that much, Reed. But now you have Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, which he's project- projected to play this year. And you have that young stud rookie that you drafted, Chris Olave. What's up, Nestor? Appreciate you being here, man. Uh, I know we talked about him a lot when we did our, our mock draft. I know Vince had a lot of talk about Chris, uh, didn't you? You think he's going to fit in that, that scheme? Yeah, man. I mean... Everybody knows that the Saints love their Ohio State guys. So whether they play on defense, offense, uh, special teams, you know, they love to draft them for some reason. I don't know what that reason is or what the ties are there. Uh, I haven't really looked too much into that because they're not my favorite team. But I'm pretty sure one of our friends, Muhammad, knows, possibly. But uh, I think he's going to fit in great, especially if Michael Thomas comes back because uh, Michael Thomas is going to be getting all those receptions and Chris Olave is going to be out there wide open because people I think are still going to respect uh, Thomas and his ability to get open. So uh, Jameis Winston did really good signing back with the Saints, getting a good deal out of it, uh, coming back from his uh, torn ACL. But I I just think that their offense is going to be pretty good, but their defense is what's going to have to really play up to par. Because right now, I know last year they had a couple games where they would uh, do pretty well, but then they also had a lot of games where they did not. And for some reason, they did well against the good teams, and they did bad against the bad teams. So they got to fix something like that. And, of course, they have to keep James Winston healthy. But other than that, uh, they have a pretty good team on their hands, and they just need to fix their cap uh, problems. But they signed Tyron Matthew, bro, the Honey Badger. That should be a huge difference in that defense. Or is he starting to get a little washed up in your eyes? A little bit, a little bit. He's still good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's a reason why he's been hopping around from team to team. So maybe we don't know that specific reason. Maybe it's not skill related. Maybe it's uh, locker room situations as well, too. But uh, from what I've seen, every time that he's played is he's always being a little bit farther back on the defensive uh, front than he used to be. He used to play up really tight against tight ends and wide receivers that would come up down the middle. Now he lags behind, and he gives himself a bigger cushion. So that's just age-related stuff, uh, maybe losing a little pep in his step. But, I mean, good signing overall. They, they fill a hole that they needed to fill with someone who has the tenure and the skill to know how to play that position. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him and Marshawn Lattimore back there. Uh, I like Marshawn Lattimore. I like the way he plays. I feel like he's very physical. He's a clear leader on that defense. Uh, he just needs a little help back there. Uh, I'm excited, but I'm a little worried, too, because going back to the whole Jarvis Landry signing with the uh, Saints, they signed him to a uh, 
a one-year deal, three million guaranteed, and he could earn another three mil in incentives uh, throughout the season. Now, that's a very affordable deal. And I, I get it, right? Jarvis Landry, he's betting on himself. If he balls out this year, he could definitely see a huge paycheck, huge contract coming in the following season because he's still of age, honestly. He's he's not that old. He still has a lot of talent in him. Uh, it wasn't shown because, you know, you know, Baker under throws, whatever you want to say, just like OBJ. But he's betting on himself with Jameis Winston as his quarterback. He started off really well last year with the Saints, but then, you know, the whole injury happened. I'm still not convinced that Jameis Winston is the guy that can, you know, be successful in a – I mean, if Sean Payton was still the coach, it will be different, but he's not. He's not there. You got Jameis Winston. I'm I'm deeply afraid for this team because I don't know if this quarterback can perform well enough – for them to have a successful season, if not just a just a winning season, to try to a chance to get in the playoffs, they barely missed it last year, and, and I just feel like this this offseason they, they kind of fell apart. Um, I agree with you, but also disagree. Um, okay. I disagree in saying I think Jameis can uh, play up to the level where they can win every single game. Uh, we've seen greatness from him. Uh, the problem is, is the consistency. We've also seen his lowest moments in other games. Um, so th- it's the consistency for me. Um, did you, what, what was that? Is he going to go for 40 and 8 or what? No, yeah. I'm not. Bet on him, Reed. <laughs> Bet on him, Reed. No. Right now. I'm, ba- I'm bashing him right now. No, no, no. You're so high on Baker last year, which you bashed him, but you're also – Seen his upside, and you made a super bold prediction on Baker. Yeah, because Baker is still younger in the league, and we've we. Jameis Winston is young. Ceiling, I think we already have seen Jameis's ceiling. Jameis came in 2015. He's young. When did, I wanna, when I did Baker hear, come in? Baker came in what? It's 2017, 16. I think it was 2018. 18? Yeah, I think it was 2018. That's the three-year difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, I think Jameis still has a lot of the tank. Uh, you see, Like you said, you've seen greatness on him, but it's really inconsistent. And last yes. year, he was rolling. He was. I know he had a couple games that were, weren't that great, but there's a point where Vince and I were talking about him in fantasy football. We're like, dude, this guy is balling out. He's a he's a mobile QB. He can get the yards. He has a cannon for an arm. Not the most accurate. Not the smartest when it comes to decision making. But under the playbook that he had at the time, he was able to make easy decisions. Now we don't know if he's going to have those easy decisions to make with. Uh, this upcoming playbook with the new head coach, but he's going to have weapons that's going to help him out, especially compared to last year. I mean, now you have Michael Thomas coming back, and then you have Jarvis Landry, a vet, and then you have a young rookie, Chris Olave, who's he's eager to learn, especially from these uh, two uh, two studs in the offense. The only thing I'm worried about is their offensive line. They're not the worst, but they're also not the greatest. Uh, I remember last year, their highest graded offensive lineman was 84.7. And that was the, the right tackle, Ryan uh, Ramscheck. But, yeah, Armstead was injured. Uh, I know that's that's their best alignment, but he was injured. He only played, uh, I think, eight games. Um, but, yeah, but after that, their next highest uh, uh, offensive lineman was 69, 69.8. That's, 
I, it, it just goes down and down. There's one that was in, in the 40s, and that's just bad. That's just bad. You need to fix your old line, give your QB some time. I know you had a lot of injuries. I think they, they switched out, like, I think it was 13 different offensive linemen. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, what's going on, PI Podcast? Appreciate y'all being here. Join us live. Uh, thank y'all so much. Without For those of y'all who don't know, we did a live show with PI Podcast. It was a lot of fun. Go check that out. Uh, they are doing a, a giveaway as well, so tune into their show to find out. They're really cool guys. I uh, appreciate you guys being here. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that. And if that doesn't worry you, you guys, then maybe this video will. <laughs> I got a little video clip of our man, Jameis Winston, Hear this out. Oh, let me take that off so we can see Reed. I want to see Reed out here. Sorry about that, Reed. You, you good down there, buddy? I'm good there. I'm you bad. sure? Yeah. We lost you for a little bit. <laughs> go ahead and play the little clip. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm going to give it every bit I have, every bit I got. Did, did it bring an even deeper and greater love? I know you always loved the game, but did it give you a deeper and greater love once the game got taken away? Man. As, as a as a kid, my, my passion was always football, right? But being taken away from the game, I didn't realize that my passion was playing football. Right. Like right, I, I just missed right. playing football, right. being with my team. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> as a kid, I realized that my passion is football. But now I realize that my passion is playing football. As a kid, you're not thinking about, oh, I want I'll, my passion is watching football or my passion is is you know studying football. That's not your passion as a kid. Your if you're a kid, you want to get the ball, you want to throw it, you want to catch it. Don't give me that. And being away from the game of football, I get you're injured, but you didn't play last year. You're behind Drew Brees. You're away from the game, but you're doing just fine uh, entertaining the whole team because the team was being successful uh, with Drew Brees, and now that there's pressure on you. you know, that, that was just that remark that he made was, you know, gets me worried a little bit. And if I'm a Saints fan, I'm definitely worried because I know he's talented, but uh, I'm not bashing on him for his smarts. You know, he's probably smarter than me, that's for sure. But, you know, that's, 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 uh, that worries me. Big time. Reed, what do you think, Reed? Uh, when you said you had a clip, I actually thought it was going to be bad or something. I think this is a huge overreaction, in my opinion. Okay. Um, him, he, all he's just realizing is it's not just his passion isn't football; it's actually being on the field, being with his teammates, in the rush of the game, having that adrenaline. That's what he. That's what he loves. That's his passion. Um. I don't know. I, don't, I definitely don't see how this could worry you. I think I can think of many other things that could worry you. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure we, we named a lot. But Vince, does this worry you? Uh, not so much worry me. It, it's going to bring a lot of attention towards their team, though, because when you have Jameis Winston out there, he he brings a certain game uh, to the field. You know, he, he likes to be enthusiastic in his stuff. Uh, so we got PI Podcast saying, I don't trust the Saints with Jameis at QB. Uh, I, I think he's better than a lot of guys that are out there. If I'm one of those guys who could trust Jameis on my team, I wish he was on the Seahawks because I, I would trust him with anything. Uh, just throw that ball out there, let DK and Tyler Lockett go chase it. But uh, with him, I think he's a good quarterback when you're comparing it to some of the teams that are still 
searching for one. Uh, if I could uh, pleasure uh, AJ here a little bit, I don't think he's better than Jimmy G. Thank, uh, you. Thank you. But he does have a cannon for an arm, and he is able to run for his life when he needs to. Uh, the only thing that worries me is his past injury just this past year. But other than that, I mean, I don't think the Saints have to worry too much. I think they have to worry more about fixing that O-line and making some some moves to get some of that cap off. That, I, that's the only thing that worries me about the organization. It's like, what's, what's the future going to be? You have some guys that are just coming in, new guys, but you also have some guys there that have a lot of money still owed to them. And you have a lot of problems in the locker room, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean – they, they were missing some pieces. Uh, just look at the tight end uh, t- uh, tight end position. You have uh, Adam Trotman, right? And he's not a bad tight end. He's, he's decent. He, he'll do some good things. But you know who his backup is? You get a kick out of this. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is his backup. That's a uh, – huh. Okay, you're saving money there. I, I see. I see what you're doing. I get it. But as far as Jameis Winston – you, you you have Andy Dalton in that QB room, right? I feel like he could do similar things with Jameis. They're two totally different play styles, but success rate, I feel like they're very similar. Um, I'm going to give the edge to, to Dalton over there. Now, Saints see themselves as a competitor for this year and maybe next year, and that's why they're not playing this quarterback, Ian Book. I really like what I saw with Ian Book last year. I felt like he he had a lot of potential. Honestly, yeah, he's he's smart, dude. Uh, I liked what I saw. I'm surprised they're not going forward with him. I, I, there's understanding why they're not because they, like I said, they their time to go to the playoffs is now. I'm not even gonna say the Super Bowl because I don't want to humor anyone. But Ian Book has a bright future, and I feel like he's gonna be kind of like a like a Jordan Love. He's gonna sit back there for too long, and uh, he's gonna get burnt out. We'll see. I don't know. It's not a bad QB room. Not bad, I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so Jarvis Landry, he signs with the New Orleans Saints. The Cleveland Browns were offering him more than $6 million. But overall, it was a pay cut from what he was originally getting. And he said, you know what? You want to sign the Deshaun Watson with all this money guaranteed and you don't want to give me the, the same or a slight increase, then I deuces, I'm out of here. You lost OBJ, and now you're losing me. So he's out. Smart move by Jarvis. I think so. Questionable. I mean, a little worried that he's trusting Wilson as his prove-it year. Yes. But do I think he could do it? Definitely yes. Because I still think Michael Thomas, when he comes back, I will still consider him as a wide receiver one in that in that uh, team. Jarvis Andrew, but wide receiver two. Chris Olave, if he proves it in the minicamp and in, in, in preseason, then he's the wide receiver three. If not, it's uh, it's Callaway. Uh, I, I like Callaway. He had a, a few uh, good games last year. But uh, there's there's something that, that I heard about the Browns that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I thought this was funny. So supposedly Deshaun Watson, he uh, with all the money he got, I mean, you know, it's it's pocket change. He invited the whole offensive group of the team to the Bahamas for some team chemistry, man. You know, he wants to learn his new team, get them to know him. But (laughs) there's a possibility, a huge possibility that Baker was not invited. 
I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know. But I don't, drama. It, it, there is a little drama there. And it will be really bad if Deshaun Watson does all this and that to get the team chemistry going on offensively, and he's just not able to play this year. You know, and then what? You got Jacoby Brissett, which he did great in the Colts system, which is pretty similar to the Brown system right now. But he didn't do so hot with the Miami Dolphins. And I get it. It was questionable over there. Coaching staff, upper uh, upper management and all that. But what if he fails? What if he doesn't do good in Cleveland? Then what? I don't think Baker's going to want to play for the Browns. So you're talking about both Deshaun and uh, what's his name? Jacoby? Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. I'm giving you a scenario. Deshaun can't play because of stuff that's going on off off the field, correct? And Jacoby Brissett doesn't pan out. You know, he gets injured. Uh, doesn't it's just doing playing out horrible. Their third quarterback is Baker Mayfield. What does Baker Mayfield do? He he already announced he doesn't want to play for the Cleveland Browns. Does he does he prove that he's still a starting quarterback and play for them anyways? Does he hold out? Um, the Browns would be in so much trouble if that happened. What do you do? Um. I think at the end of the day, um, I don't see since the Baker deal didn't happen or the Baker trade didn't happen um, pre-draft. I don't think it's going to happen until just if it doesn't happen before the season, then it's not going to happen towards like in the season. Whether a quarterback goes down or a team's just like I'm not happy with our current quarterback, we need to trade for Baker. Um, it's going to have to be something. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So by the time, in my opinion that this trade could happen, Baker's going to have to show up for minicamp. He's going to have to show up for something. And if I'm Baker, even though I am not happy with the situation, I'm not happy with the Browns organization, I'm not it, – it's going to be very awkward just even being in that locker room as Baker Mayfield. Um, I think the best thing for him – and I'm not saying this is what he's going to do. Um, I think this is the best thing for him is to show up for minicamp be the bigger man and just fight for your spot on the team. Show them that who you are as a player, and that's probably going to be your best bet on and landing on another team. Um, there's a good chance he gets playing time. Whether uh, if just Watson gets, uh, um, uh, what's what's the word? Um, he, he's made a lot of play the first few games because he's uh, been I forget the word. suspended. Suspended. There we go. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think the best thing for him is to uh, show up for mini camp and play for the Browns until he gets traded. Um, whether he does that or not, that's up to him. And hopefully, his agent is uh, able to get in his ear and tell him what's the best for him. Hmm. I agree. I agree. I agree with everything Reed said. The only thing is. Uh, I think that he should report to minicamp and he should push to be the guy to play in the preseason games. If he really wants to get traded, he needs to go out there and show that he's coming back 100% uh, from that surgery on his non-throwing arm, that he's ready to go, he's ready to get moved to another team, he wants out of Cleveland, but he's, he's also showing like how Reed said he's the bigger man in this situation and he wants to play in the NFL still, but just not with the Browns. 
Uh, and I'm not saying that he's going to go out there in the preseason and ball out, but uh, what he has to do is he really has to sh- like show these teams and give them the trust in him that he's still got it on the field, even though all last season, whether it was the Browns doing or it was uh, just something that happened, but he didn't play up to his expectations at the end of the season, even though he was injured from his rotator cuff. PF Podcast um, says, I think Baker wants out of there and some team could pick him up as a backup. Of course, Baker doesn't want that, but it's probably the best option for him. And I see, you know, the possibility of a team picking him up, you know, having to be a similar situation uh, for the same reasons why Jimmy G will get picked up. You have a team that, you know, a playoff caliber team and their starting QB gets injured. You know, let's say the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, for some weird reason, which I hope it doesn't happen, if he gets injured, you have a playoff caliber team. Uh, sorry, Ian. Uh, but in that division, they have a good chance of winning that division. So what are they going to do? They're going to look for a QB that's worth it. And, you know, honestly, on the market, I think that's all I see is Jimmy and Baker. Yep. Of course, that's all you're forced to see right now because of the media. But <clears throat> those are your best options especially to fit that play style, because I do believe that the Niners, Colts, and Browns all have a very similar play style. You know, it's a good run-heavy team. You don't rely too much on the pass, but you're able to throw those quick slants, you know, those outsides to the numbers, but nothing too crazy and nothing too deep. Uh, and that's why I think you'll fit in there. But um, uh, I think... The only, the only thing I, I don't see about it is um, you said... Some team's going to pick him up to be a backup. Um, I don't see that happening because the $18 million price tag that he has on him. So um, any, yeah, any team that ends up trading for him is either going to sit him just so he can get for the first couple of weeks so he can learn the system and then try to start him, or or they plan on starting him as his first, his first week that, that they, they trade him for it. Um, it's just if you want if you trade for Baker, you have the attention for him to start. Um, you don't want to have the attention of him just sitting on the on the bench. If he didn't have that price tag, then yeah, you could assign him as a backup, but not with that price tag. You know, there could be some teams that could qualify for that. Reed, uh, in my opinion, because Baker, he's on his his last year of his rookie deal. Uh, same situation like Debo. So let's say like someone like the Carolina Panthers, they're in there. They they drafted a quarterback. They want him to develop and learn under a vet. Uh, maybe they don't want to see that from Sam Darnold. And I know I we talked about this last podcast about how the Panthers do not want Baker. But let's just say, hey, you know, we'll trade Sam Darnold over there and we get Baker. Uh, we pay the 18 mil for that year. We don't extend him. And let you know your rookie quarterback learn under Baker, and then Baker's a free agent after that. He can do whatever he wants. Um, that's the only thing I could see happen. Uh, untraditional, unlikely, yes, but it's it's a possibility. Gabriel says Baker Mayfield over Deshaun Watson. Reed agrees. Vince, uh, athlete wise, I I think different, but. Uh... Personality-wise, maybe, I think Baker is a little bit better. Uh, Deshaun has always had that chip on his shoulder, and sometimes it gets him uh, on the bad end of people's radar. 
especially with everything that happened with him in the past year and a half, basically. But um, I'm going to have to go with Deshaun on this one. As if I were an NFL GM and coach, I would go with Deshaun. The, the, so my in my opinion, <laughs> you can say whatever you want about their, their how they play. You can say whatever you want about their personalities. Um, at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson came with a price tag. And you traded, I, I, what, seven picks, was it? Or was that, no, that was for Tyreek. I don't remember what they, how many picks they traded for Deshaun Watson. You could have you stayed with Baker Mayfield, not traded away anything, and I think you could potentially get the same level of play, in my opinion. But we're talking about just them two. We're not talking about what happened. Yeah, no price tags, no so If you're talking about no price tags, that's even as even. As even? Yes. So – the best year that Deshaun had in the NFL compared to the best year that Baker had in the NFL, you see them as even? I see them as even. Whoa. Wow. Whoa there, Reed. Deshaun hasn't played in an entire year. No, I, I, I get that, but I'm saying you get the best year that Deshaun had in the NFL, then you get the best year that Baker had in the NFL, and you compare those two, and you're saying that they're even. I... Are we taking like everything out? Because in my head, I'm seeing you taking a new quarterback in, putting it in a new system when you could have just had your same old quarterback in the same system. But was he working out in that system? The Cincinnati Bengals won that division. I, I, I get it. They went to the Super Bowl. But this is the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the, the, the team that got sacked th- the third most times in the league. You know, uh, you had you're going up against the Steelers that, that was very vulnerable because, because, you know, Big Ben was playing at his best. Then you have uh, Lamar Jackson over there in, in Ravens where they're exposed now because teams know who they are, know how to play against them. That was the Baker – that was the Browns' time to win that division and go far in the playoffs. It was last year. It should have been last year. It should have been the year before that. They had the weapons, but I think it's not totally on this. You had a little, little toxic from – from Baker and his family, whatever, with OBJ. OBJ's gone. It happened. It's fine. You had weapons there. You had a strong defense, and you had a top five running back in the league, and they still couldn't get it done. That, that is, That's worrisome right there. Now, if you have Deshaun Watson, if he's playing well like he did in the Texans, when he played well, put him inside that system, I feel like he could excel in any system. As far as how much, I don't know. But he will excel in that in whatever system he's playing on because he is a football player and he is an athlete. If if you're talking about last year, then give him the same injury that Baker had. Does he play as well? With the same injury as Baker had, he probably would have handled that differently. He probably would have taken some games out and not risk the, the remaining uh, the, the season that was left because they still had a chance to make it, even if he did sit out because they didn't win those games. Uh, sorry, I put that a little too, too fast there, Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel says he lost me there, Reed, but we were saying – uh, but yeah, injuries are not as part of the game. Deshaun has gone through injuries. And I mean, you think about it. Yeah. At the time, Deshaun Watson had, you know, arguably the best wide receiver in the league, which is, uh, was Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. But look at Baker, look at the Browns, the team that he had, you know, and we talked about it ever since they, they broke out of that, that losing streak, uh, they, they got OBJ, they got Jarvis Landry, they got Njoku, they got Nick Chubb, uh, uh, yeah. It, it was it was a stacked offense. They had a great, they had a decent line and a, a very physical uh, defense. I mean, this past year they had who they had a 
uh, Miles Garrett and I wanted to say Clowney, but Clowney wasn't there, right? Yeah, they had someone on the other side helping Miles Garrett out. It was it Clowney? I think it was it was Clowney. Clowney, Clowney played well last year. Yeah, it, he did. He had Miles Garrett and and Clowney on on opposite sides. That's scary. That's freaking scary. It, it should have. It should have been there. You could put the blame on anyone. Honestly, you could put the blame on the receivers. You put the blame on the quarterback. You could have put uh, blame on the the head coach, the GM, whatever. You had the 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 recipe for success there. Go ahead, Vince. Just just no. I'm not like bashing on Reed or anything, but uh, Deshaun is gonna be the starting quarterback. Michael Thomas yes. most likely gonna come back. They have Jarvis Landry. They got Chris Olave. They have a bunch of – oh, um, no, no, I'm talking about uh, the Saints. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I was about to I'm say. Sorry, uh, they have Amari Cooper now. Amari Cooper did really well in the Amari Cowboys uh, offense, and that's that's an understatement because the Cowboys didn't know how the heck to use him because they had C.D. Lamb as well. But now the Browns are going to have Amari Cooper by himself over there with Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's a deep threat. Uh, I love that guy because he's – even on fantasy, every time he would get almost about ten points, so that's why I like it. But anyways, um, they have they still have Nick Chubb. I mean, they're they're going to be good, Reed. Uh, and I was looking at Deshaun Watson's uh, five years that he actually did play, uh, disregarding last year because of all the the lawsuits and everything. Uh, he never he only had a QBR lower than a hundred, and it was ninety eight in one year. And that was in twenty nineteen. Everything else was above a hundred above 4,000 yards passing every season that he wasn't hurt or didn't have any suspensions. And let me check the other thing right here. And his touchdown ratio to interception ratio is pretty freaking good, if I'm uh, not mistaken. But uh, so I think he's just going to do phenomenal there in the Browns. He's not going to have to do it all himself the first year he gets there. He's got Nick Chubb to rely on. He's got Amari Cooper there to get open when he needs to because of that route running that he has. Uh, it's going to be a good system. It's it's just all going to fall upon the coaching style. How are they going to fit him in? How are they going to change the offense so he can shine in his first year and grow upon it for the next four years that he's going to be there? Because they signed him for a long time. Yeah, so a very long time. Him, and I, I think it's going to work out for them. I think uh, their offensive side is going to be stacked. Uh, of course, they don't have the draft capital, but – they are going to have money in the next few years for free agency. I see them getting some people off the books that they can go ahead and draft at that position with the draft picks that they have. And I think they're going to go in a good direction. They can't mess it up anymore because they're not going to have the first round pick anymore, uh, the second round pick. So they can't make bad picks. Every pick they make now is in the later rounds and it doesn't affect them as much. If they get a gem, perfect. If they don't work with what they have. Yeah. OBJ even came out and said, if Deshaun Watson is starting and playing for the Cleveland Browns, he's willing to go back to Ohio. That that should say a lot, you know, because it's appealing. Deshaun Watson is appealing. And I see that, you know, Cleveland Browns, they, they traded everything and their mother away. But it's very similar to the route that the Rams are taking, uh, have been taking for the past, you know, Four years, and look what it got them. It got them to a Super Bowl. We're one pick away. We should have gotten that pick, but they got them to a Super Bowl. And 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 look at them now. They're very successful. You know, if they lose good players, Robert Woods, he's gone. You know what? Let's bring in Allen Robinson. We lost Jarvis Landry. He's gone. Who should we pick up? Still unknown. They could still pick up. You know, 
you know, like I said, OBJ if they wanted to. You're not, it's not mm-hmm. gonna play the whole season, but there's, there's, they, you can see him picking up Antonio Brown, like we talked about earlier. Uh, even Des Bryant, he hasn't even ruled out playing the NFL yet. Uh, picking up one of those players, I'm not saying they're elite caliber players, but I'm saying that they, they have a lot of credentials behind them. And Deshaun Watson is very appealing that they're willing to go, they will be willing to go back to the NFL and play. Whew. Okay. Oh, I got a little light headed here. That was a good talk. <laughs> good topic. That was that was pretty good. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for for bringing up that topic and and making us get loud like we usually do. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. that. Was that was a good one? Uh, we went a little a little over our quota here for for our time. Uh, we're at forty minutes now. We should probably end the show. Uh, are we doing another video this week? Yeah, yeah. So. We do another video. Yeah. yeah, release it on Wednesday on Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, you heard it here. We're going to do another video, okay? We're going to release it on Thursday, kind of like what we did last week. So keep an eye on that. Um, a lot of people commented our, our video last week uh, through Twitter, and uh, I'm a little disappointed they didn't show up live. But you know what? Everyone has their own live. Everyone's busy. We'll get they it. We'll save it for some other time. What was that? They got scared. They well. got scared. Honestly, yeah, Reed, you put up a good fight when it comes to uh, to arguing about about uh, uh, certain teams. And uh, I, honestly, I would be scared too. I get scared every time I come on the podcast because I don't want to argue with you. Um, but <laughs> thank you, PI Podcast. Say that was a good topic. Appreciate that. Appreciate y'all being here. And like I said, uh, we are going to be doing a giveaway once we hit 150 subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed yet, go tell your mom, go tell your family, go tell your boyfriend, girlfriend, ex. I don't care. That could be an excuse for you to talk back to your ex. I know a lot of people are like, oh, what should I say? But like, hey, dude. Uh, enter this giveaway. Go follow this this uh, YouTube channel. Are you trying to talk to you, AJ? No, it's not what. It's, well, no, I'm not. Nope. Let's go. We'll take it off, guys. Thank you all so much for being here. Until next time, you guys keep on grinding. We'll see you guys on Thursday. See you later. <laughs> Still going. Shut down. Or-